Hi everyone, and welcome to my review for Aesop Rock's brand new album, sorta little EP, Freedom Finger, Music from the Game. Which game you may ask? Well the game Freedom Finger, we'll get into that shortly. This is the Headspace Podcast, a little bonus episode because this dropped today. I'm reviewing it today, it's April 7th. Uh, my name is Holden Stefan Roy. We go through these albums track by track here on this show, usually of the new hip-hop variety. I uh, certainly believe Aesop Rock counts for this qualification. And here we are breaking down Freedom Finger music from the game. So before we get into it, I do want to let you know Aesop Rock is a dance dude. And I recognize that with the hour and a half I've spent with this project there is a lot that I may not get, so I will do my absolute best to get through this and make it as invigorating as I can with my insight. First off, what is Freedom Finger? Well, it is actually a video game, a little game. I would never play this, to be honest. I'm not really a platformer, but it's a platformer where you are a middle finger. And the one niche that I thought was super interesting looking at the trailer of this game is that you basically can take bad guys and turn them into your weapons. So you would basically take your middle finger, which I assume is a rocket ship for the plot of the game, and it proceeds, you basically finger some enemy in the game and it like evolves Kirby style to give you some power. And that alone I thought was pretty riveting. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still not going to spend 18 Canadian dollars to purchase a game that I will never play. And that's just because I st I'm still playing Skyrim on my Switch. It's been like a year and a half and I'm so close to being done so I can move on to the South Park Fractured Butthole. Anyhow, back to Aesop Rock. Um, I like the dude. I like to start off the show contextualizing my familiarity with each artist because I think it's fair. All of y'all clicking on this are either Rhyme Sayers fans or Aesop Rock fans, or you might just be folk who played the game and be down to it. The game looks like it's... um. Oh, just back to the game for a second. It does look like each level is synchronized to a soundtrack. So Aesop Rock uh, or Rhyme Sayers or whoever it is teamed up with Freedom Finger for this DLC, which introduced three new levels, each one corresponding to these original tracks that Aesop Rock put together. And because I might forget to say it, he also did the instrumentals, which I think is just really dope to see him. I mean, I know that like for all y'all big time fans of him, y'all like listen to a lot of his production and whatnot for me my experience with aesop rock is unfortunately a little more limited than it should be um i did the malibu ken album review uh when that dropped and it blew my mind i thought it was an invigorating experience to listen to it but he didn't actually do the beats on that project otherwise i think none shall pass is a riveting song in and of itself my girlfriend your lady friend bonnie she proceeded to do a lyrical breakdown of that track on this channel so if you type in behind that suit Aesop Rock, None Shall Pass, it'll pop up. I recommend you check it out. It is one of those videos that still gets clicks, so evidently there's some interest there. Y'all might have interest in that. Anyway, enough of that self-promo. What I can say about Aesop Rock is the guy is a linguist at a supreme level. I like to think uh, my poetic analysis skill is, like, decent. I think that's the main draw of why people watch me. But end of the day, Aesop Rock is above my skill level, and I recognize that coming into it. So I feel like listening to some of his metaphors and the way he just constructs sentences, it's like you actually have to catch every reference to like understand what he's saying. But just knowing that everything means something, 
just makes it like a puzzle that you want to listen to it over and over and over again just to to figure it out so i'm certain two three weeks from now i'm gonna be bumping these tracks because all three of them are bangers spoiler alert and i'm gonna be like unlocking mysteries and i'm like damn i wish i said that when i was recording Oh, well, so I just think it's such a cool concept, though, to uh, have that kind of a DLC collaboration where the I mean, I guess if it's like rocks, uh, sorry, rock band style, like music game, it kind of makes sense. But this is like taking a game where you literally play with a finger and you proceed to um, blast enemies. It's just such a nifty concept. Um, I'm a huge Rhyme Sayers fan, or at least I've become one. The more I review their work on this channel to a point where I had the, the, the privilege of seeing Atmosphere perform in Montreal before we all got locked down in quarantine. How is your quarantine going? Are you like stuck at home, bored with a lot of excess time watching behind that zoo content? If so, my heart bleeds for y'all. And like, I just, I'm with you. I'm basically, we can't go anywhere. And in my city, we live in like one of the most infected spots. So we're like extra incentivized to stay the fuck home and that's what we're doing so i guess when things like an aesop rock album kind of drops we can just kind of jump on that a little quicker because truth is if i go to bed an extra hour late i got all this extra time to sleep because i got no travel time to get to work okay anyway back to this review um I kind of get the title is just the name of the game. It's nothing special. There's no extra significance, I suppose, to me. It's an interesting idea, the, the just the title of the game, because it's a middle finger blasting. It's pretty self-evident. Um, I love the cover because not only does it like have like a plays homage to the game and has the gameplay a little bit playing up at the top of the cover, but more you see all these skulls and just the consequence of this mighty freedom finger at work and the devastation that comes in its way and if we think about hip-hop as kind of a, com a combat sport a lyrics and skill it is an apt metaphor in a sense of aesop rocks lyricism banging out anybody that's competition so it's kind of a cool i'm hoping that i'm right double entendre that is kind of put out there and i think it also represents a core theme of the album which we will get into in a quick second as we talk about play dead so I'm going to guess here that this track directly corresponds in terms of what this game is, right? So this whole first verse, as we'll go through it in a second, looks to be kind of space fighty, like popping around, blasting shit. Like you almost get a verbal description of the action that's happening within the game and it's clever. But I think the secondary point is it's almost like I was saying with hip-hop being a bit of a combat sport. It's just instead of manifesting it in the more conventional ways that we think about it, Aesop has chosen this more science fiction um kind of like in light of what this video game is way to represent it but if you think about a video game like this you effectively go through the level trying to obtain like the highest score in the same way that in theory when we create songs and whatnot we're all trying to like bang out the most amazing thing that we absolutely can and in a sense to to compete for the attention spans of others now i'm not even trying to say that this is about pop fame i'm saying that everybody's trying to be the best at what they do when they're trying like competitively in a sense and i feel that energy that competition that swag and just in his delivery like that bad shit i'm bad shit my ships crash my zigzag my zag zig it's just got this flow to it this like 
delightful confidence that just oozes like something like you would expect from a griselda records type dude in terms of a raw like just fucking bravado that comes off in his voice the swag like you can picture him flying that middle finger ship just zigzagging around in a zigzag pattern it's it's really great and then that beat just has this weird video game spaceship feel to it but it's also got this like modern bop so something that like i've been really fascinated by is how would this translate to a live party scenario because so often with the tight lyricists we the, the songs come at you in a way where like yo totally when it's time to sit there with headphones on vibe out and be pensive the shit makes total sense and you get all these meaningful experiences but like when i'm pleasure listening there's a good chance I'm washing dishes and I want something with a bounce so that I can like, you know, move a bit and kind of dance while I'm moving around. And I got to give Aesop complete credit here. I could like bang out, like just have a grand old time bopping out to this track, washing some dishes, banging out. Just, just the energy is amazing. But then lyrically, it's also super tight in the sense where it's like bad shit, I'm bad shit. My ship's crash, my zag zig. I'm all whiplashing that black tint, black ash on my flag pin. So you just picture him as like this pilot in, you know, this like spaceship cruising around. I go zip zap and y'all backspin, y'all spacecraft's called Mayday. So here it's like he's blasting, right? And he's just taking shit out and the enemy ships is getting fucked up. But if we flip that into a more of a, a battle rap kind of scenario, he's effectively saying my gun's bigger than your gun. And I like that. I like this creative twist on, you know, the regular. It just makes it like invigorating rather than saying I'm more creative than you. He says I'm a basically outperform you but does it in a way that's just so left field i like tailspins when they backlit that's like when the, the spaceship's on fire and it's cruising out and cats scramble in for that safe space and everyone's trying to escape the situation like literally he's describing like motherfuckers on the run he could it, this is effectively the star wars version of like and i blast y'all my guns be coming through in a drive-by and y'all running away Instead, he does it in such a cool way. You know, he plays defense around dead zones. Next up to call explode. Rest up, I go death punch. It rains effed up UFOs. I love that. It rains effed up UFOs. Just the way you sing fucked up like that. Like, all of this is effectively that spaceship that I blasted that's on fire that's trying to escape is about to blow up. But he just says it with such swag, you know? I throw episodes in all star maps uh, that get veterans to bring barf bags. It bring hellfire, little party hats for those parting ways with a tarmac. Again, following up on that language related, like a tarmac is what an airplane would take up off of. So the hellfire kind of responds to like, you know, you picture a couple little planes blasting each other and whatnot in the sky. You know, he's up in the star maps. This would be like a way to track what's going on. So it's just half this verse has gone by and effectively he is owning his spaceship combat situation and effectively the rest of the verse just kind of keeps going through like blast off and get waxed off again uh language that both implies gunplay killing people taking them out but simultaneously it's like a rocket ship blasting off and shit these saboteurs are like pack dogs so fuck these fake guys fuck these motherfuckers you know like it's all the conventions of like a regular ass pop song except it's sci-fi and that's so cool to me because i like sci-fi like a ton that's like 
A plus. Like this is just almost written for me, is my opinion of it. Like, I don't know. Knowing he's Rhyme Sayers, it makes me even happier. I spent sixty fucking dollars buying this damn hoodie at the Atmosphere show. Um, I digress. Uh yeah, I just wanted to plug I was wearing a Rhyme Sayers hoodie in case it wasn't evident. I'm that kind of motherfucker. Anyway, I like when he's like, in my rear view is a little planet Earth, but my calendar is straight doomsday. And that's cool, right? Because there's the doomsday calendar and the clock and whatnot. So it alludes to that, the end of destruction. He can see planet Earth behind him as he's going away. Like, it's almost like this do or die mentality. I just, I think it's so fucking cool. Anyway, we could, we could just keep going on. But like, I don't know if it's really worth me reading every fucking lyric. Y'all can hear the song and it effectively just keeps going like that. Also, when he goes, I feed castaways to these gamma rays. I believe one of the characters in the game is also called gamma ray. So that's kind of cool. And my handshake is all sleeper hold, right? Because he's basically a hand, middle finger, shooting shit. Like, it's just so clever how everything about this could make sense for the game. But also make sense for him fucking just being the greatest MC. Or then you get that cool core right like ease awake at 3 a.m you found freedom into mayhem because the game's like freedom finger and you know you're playing games in the middle of the night give me a lost world to locate because i like, guess what you're kind of doing in the game i suppose but it's also like what we're doing when we're up at 3 a.m trying to escape life you know playing video games get ghosts with folk who don't obey okay okay and this kind of is an interesting lyric to me too because if we take it like at a face value without any context it's almost like if you can picture the type of person who might be an antisocial, fuck everybody, nice guy almost type that like chills out in his room, plays video games in the middle of the night, doesn't correspond to the world. If people criticize and aren't interested in the way that they're living or give them a hard time, they're just like, fuck you and ghost out and just ignore you and just kind of, you know, don't obey as in the sense of like accept what you are. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was super cool. But in the other way of looking at it, it's kind of like in the same context of the game, he's blasting motherfuckers. Anyway, second verse really Really follow suit you know time is not a good friend smoke is being a good bookend so a bookend holds up like books on a bookshelf it's a support system he time is not being a good friend i'm getting older so i took it like smoke is being a good friend because uh certain uh, thc filled products can definitely help life as it gets more complicated and benign as you age you know i'm no joke i only go full scent don't poke at the purebred bullheads thought fights that call for old fights so start crossing names off of the flight log we're right back at it he goes in hard it's more airplane shit it's more dope shit like it's just him and you're just picturing him battling it out like if you close your eyes and just let the imagery take over it is truly delightful i like the might light cigars off the fireball because it kind of references the cigar dude that he uh references in the music video that's one of the characters in the game but apparently uh, this is thanks to Chili Peanut, the annotation on Genius. It also is Fireball Whiskey, so it's like he's kind of lit off of that shit, smoking and uh, his little cigars and the Fireball. And, you know, we're well, that it also has like this tough guy imagery to it. Because if you really think about a whiskey drinking, cigar smoking motherfucker coming at you past any kind of dialogue, that's fucking aggressive. That's like a kind of guy you want to fuck with. It's almost like a mean ass general. Anyway, the whole track kind of rolls out with that. It's just 
fucking amazing. It's just, it's just really great. I'm giving this a five on five. Um, I rambled on for a little while on this, but I mean, every lyric in this just fits. His flow is is fantastic. The way he just rhymes is really great. Like I feed castaways to these gamma rays, and my handshake is all sleep or hold. And then he just flips it. You're like, wait, what? Easy in and get heave hold, and with no easy mode and no foul play. And just the way he he goes back to that root rhyme because he got us all set up on that main rhyme, the castaway. And then he flips it with the hold rhyme there, which is a it's a really like clever move. Like he clearly understands the math of like macro rhythms. This is some shit that I'm using language I I made up because it helps me understand flow but like a lot of basic flows will follow a very linear path it's very simple but what he's doing here is he understands how to kind of create micro rhyme schemes that will follow back and land on the main rhyme scheme so i've watched a bunch of guitar uh videos just on composition and shit and one of the things you'll do with melody when you're playing a root is you'll have an anchor note so you'll like have that note play and go do 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 and then you'll land it back on that main note giving a closure to the measure and it's same way he's fucking with his rhyme scheme like that landing back on that play sound or whatever just to bring us back to the familiar closure allowing him to deviate in a way that was off time because when he dropped the sleeper hold it was off it wasn't what was supposed to be or whatever now that to me is masterful rapping that is when you're saying fuck the flows that you're supposed to do i'm gonna come in here and show y'all how to rap because i don't have to follow your rules i'm gonna make it work and he just did exactly that and so five on five this track is brilliant anyway next up is king of, uh what is it king of world peace Kaup, k-o-w-p so apparently and this is again thanks to genius because there are people up here literally annotating it live uh trapezoid house points out that this song uh name stands for king of world peace and the accompanying video game level features enemies like doves peace signs and flowers so i suppose it's worth keeping in mind that the visual accompaniment to all of these tracks and the whole synchronization is meant to be played with this game so with that in mind i feel like it adds this extra layer of artistry because it almost like put aesop in a box that he has to play in so again this track makes sense within the context of being a soundtrack in my opinion of a video game uh the beat's a little more laid back it's kind of got a bop to it that's a little more chilled it's a good like middle of the album considering the energy of the first and the third tracks um and i like it lyrically man he just flows through with like i could drive a car through a fence bonnie sitting shoddy not bobby and ken so my girlfriend's name is bonnie and she's not sitting shoddy because she's not in the room but she is in the apartment social distancing with me i guess that's the benefit of living with a significant other um anyway uh, i like how he's kind of saying he's got like a bonnie and clyde situation going on at least that's what i took you know he's kind of driving through a fence you feel the recklessness they're not barbie and ken which is interesting right because his last project he took on the album persona of malibu ken um but it's more i guess he's not fake he's not that type of person you know probably dip instead of weathering your whims and woes the piss and moan i prefer sticks and stones so a lot of people like the kind of uh, you know just gossipy nature of talking and just kind of saying whatever words instead he's gonna come through and he's gonna fight he's gonna keep it real and do it like that um i feel like again this track is just like aesop rock against the world coming through with like this distinct style of authenticity and realness against the fake fucks out there kind of convoluting the music industry uh I, that's just kind of the overall tone i take um 
from the unrelenting filigree of the digital roam i throw a signal fit to eclipse video drone more than pixie or pets every pixel explodes in viewership as an emotional and physical toll um i get the feeling he's saying here that he's just bigger than the boring sense of mainstream culture you know like a digital rome rome had all of the circuses and cakes and basically empty entertainment to serve as a distraction you know but then he comes through and throws a signal fit to eclipse video drum so his music and his message transmits in a way that would disrupt the vape uh, the the kind of distractions that plague real life um pixie or pets you know and the, the kind of high def pixelation of us being able to take these insanely great pictures of our pets on our instagrams and w would i be lying if i said i didn't take cat pics for clout well i would be lying because i totally take cat pics for clout at hsr514 follow me you'll see all the books i read um anyway uh i find it an interesting point he's just dislike a basic boring shit and then viewership has an emotional and physical toll so i suppose the constant creation of this empty fucking content taxes us all but also consuming this content has a tax and i like how he's like i'm an 8-bit invader who vacate the cartridge upgrade now i make waves into lawless so it's almost like he's saying i'm an old school motherfucker from back in the day who left that world and now i'm upgraded into a point where i can come in and fuck up your system it's just dope man the way he plays these metaphor i just i just i'm really enthralled with it it's like the more you think about it the more the puzzle pieces connect to kind of decorate a bigger pictures it says decorate in the next line so it popped into my head you also decorate an office and rainbows and dolphins basically awake in a coffin so this i guess is like a commentary on people who live that standard life and chase the standard dreams but are basically effectively the living dead um hmm, chrissy tattooed on his middle finger you know the middle finger and shit that's probably a reference to the game i don't know who the fuck chrissy is maybe aesop has a tattoo of chrissy on his finger y'all in the comments let me know do your thing where you correct me uh took from his mother tools from the head shrinker duck of death bring it bringing me shit i'm right here bitch swinging a miss hiss i just love the pause on the hiss and shit but again just the attitude of i'm ready to go i'm ready to fucking take it on and again playing this video game where he's blasting on through and stuff it just makes total sense in the way that it is delivered i love the hook you know speak from a circle of seats that's an interesting point right because there's other people in the game maybe there's a council maybe it's the label maybe it's also just the collective minded gamers or something like that each get a turn i'm the king of world peace so it's almost like he's coming through and taking on this moniker whether it's ironically because he's gonna blast motherfuckers to oblivion to achieve that peace or whether it's more literal and then he goes whoa, whoa, world peace whoa, 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 world peace you know it's fine teach him how to curse at police and flee from the church i'm the king of world peace so the fact that he's essentially uh sowing the seeds of an anti-established kind of point of view is how he will achieve that world peace ironically but i kind of like where he's coming from because we are at a point where maybe a little rebellion in our lives might get us a little appreciation hopefully this uh unnameable uh plague situation that's plaguing us that wasn't creative uh is going to teach us all a little humility and appreciation and hopefully we'll all read more books that's all i'm trying to say anyway second verse comes through map of the dungeon pack drugs i'm a rat to a button i guess that's kind of referencing like how video games had that dopamine release that addictive nature to it the empty entertainment of it all if, if he's ironically taking shots at video games on a video game soundtrack that's fucking amazing ask any kind of bad you can summon i'ma run through brads like paper bag puppets bub my dice got so many sides in no time you could throw them until you owe me your life 
I don't fully get that. Um, I don't know who the Brad's and the Bub is, but I kind of like the idea that he's throwing it through where, you know, with the dice idea that he has seen so much and he's prepared at so many angles and so many things have gone through that you just can't handle his reality is effectively what I've taken. You can throw whatever at him and it'll still fuck you up, especially if you consider that the bad guys in this video game are, are just kind of puppets you can commandeer to turn into weapons. It kind of could play into that side of things too. In no time, you could throw them to your old me, your life throw forever, never once seen the same role twice. Now, I thought that was a cool, um, just the idea of not seeing the same role twice. Like, shit is so unpredictable, so random in his world, but he's so ready for this type of shit that, like, he he would bamboozle your existence it's no joke i don't know the snake oil price i'm a strange force hailing from the holy unknown i tell a category five i need to go to his room i probably hang from a helicopter more than i need although i guess it tells what i thought of the scene so here it's like he's this so hailing tied into category five which is a hurricane bar hey and then he's flying on through these dangerous things he's fucking hanging from a helicopter more than he has to like he's doing this reckless crazy shit because at the end of the day you think you can fuck with them but nah you don't even know what you're getting up into and i like this whole tone because again a lot of people can say shit like i'm the best but not a lot of people are making crazy helicopter fucking flying through hail hurricane bars and so that makes it extra creative and dope anyway it's fucking great there is a whole third verse where i don't fully understand what he's going through on about so i'm not gonna try to go through it bar by bar in in a sense but it does kind of kind of like maintain it like i skip stones that go for 10 days i rid stones the most stuck swords go back signage over the front door so i mean i guess his power is he's like stick skip stones for 10 days you typically get a couple skips so it's amazing he's got like that art uh i guess you know story arthur ability to take like the sword out of the stone you know go back signage over his front door like don't fuck with him it's just the same kind of thing that flows through it same kind of energy i really did the track i don't have a lot more to say on it it's a 4.5 on 5 it's really well done so far i'm enthralled i think anybody and everybody should be bumping this shit one more uh track uh for us to discuss and it's called drums on the wheel this is what the fuck i would turn up to this this and play dead are tied for my favorite songs they're both equally as hyped like this is back to that whole like washing dishes turn the fuck up type of shit right there plus he's got such a handle on this modern flow shit like that like i feel like a lot of dudes rap this with auto-tune with this flow and he's taking that flow brought his gritty voice to it and just just banging out like this intensity so this track has a music video it goes along with the third song and given the intro of the track it sounds like it's from the perspective of the general dude i'm also assuming because of the music video trying to reach the player who's in this thing some bad shit's going on and i just kind of like how it starts off like that do you read me do you read me like there's an intensity to how he's saying it like it's hype it's it's just got like this anxiety racing through it like i don't know it just pump, got me pumped do i need to reach to a tv like now you're on like a video call it's like he's trying to get to you but then it's also like 
if you take it as a fan, as a person consuming his music, does can you understand the message of what he's trying to say? Does he have to reach through to get you because you're watching him through a screen, effectively a TV? Do I need to reach through the Ouija? You know, a more spiritual approach. Houston, I may have gone to Houdini. So now it's like, you know, Houston, we have a problem. You know, when you take the Houdini, it kind of sounds like a weirdo who escapes from shit. It's kind of elusive. I don't know. That's what I took. It's, it's great. I'm too uneasy. I'm out of phase. I'm orange tang and I'm powdered eggs. So that's, that's fascinating because he has these fake powdered foods, right? That you add some water and comes through, but also could make you uneasy and make you feel like you're out of phase. So I don't know. I just I just like the imagery there. And my radio has been down for days. I just stand around and sound out of phase. If you do read me, I shook up. Uh, shook up shoot a beanie y'all look for the moon graffiti deep into some hell hole come detect his tempo so now it's like if you do perceive him he's all fucked up and shit you know from his shoe to his beanie we call them toques up here i i think the word beanie is so strange um anyway y'all look for the moon graffiti no fucking idea what uh that means but maybe it's like trying to read the stars or look for signs and shit but he's all fucked up because he can see that stuff he sees the end of shit coming come find his, his his like vibe see what he's seeing with it all i've been feeding back in these headphones beating back a profound fear farewell to my breadcrumbs is anyone even out here and i like it because again it's like he's been trying to lace this message express all this shit forever and he feels like isolated like nobody else can track it but also if you're in a video game spaceship going down and you're trying to get out in sos style it totally makes sense too um i'm out there in that true 3d and i like the way he's like is anybody even out there i'm like out there and then it sounds like he's kind of high you know i'm in that true 3d that new ether again getting high on the drug there that do you read me you don't read me i'm barely a thing staring off i'm too scared to blink i might shrink down i'm and shrink more i shrink past this pink dwarf so it's like i guess like if you're tripping out and your mind's on so now i'm picturing him he's just really fucking high now and he's just trying to cope and everything's kind of spacey and, and hallucinogen but then it's also like video game shit but then it's also like i'm desperately trying to get my message across as the truest mc and people don't fucking it doesn't resonate because he's a convoluted motherfucker that speaks in language that should go down as like some of the best poetry that has come out of america in my opinion um anyway the whole track is dope i mean in terms of got this like whole flow to it i'm not dumb but i'm just saying like it's just so dope it's just so fucking fun and then he's got and i play drums on the wheel and i picture like the drum machine I don't know, maybe I'm wrong on a loop, like whatever, whether I'm feeling out of touch or outgunned in the field. So maybe when he's feeling isolated and he can't compete musically, he still comes back to it and comes back to the music. And that's kind of what I took from it. Or maybe if you're picturing like a machine gun or some shit, he still fires, whatever, it all fits. It's still an excellent double entendre. And I think that's what's made this whole project fascinating is how literally every line, it just serves as uh for promotion for this game but simultaneously to fit like a three-track narrative of aesop rocky space battle in the hip-hop game it's really cool then there's the second verse bomb sites and blackouts and fog lights and ga glass clouds chalky through vacuums none of our flaps down so now you're, you're back into that space imagery so jockey is like flying and shit going through vacuums so you're in space that's a vacuum none of your flaps down i i don't really i guess that's like 
risky. I don't really know. Gas clouds and shit. Those are stars. It's shocking. Shot off as one small part of some squadron. This ain't one ch chosen to abort shit. Now we've honed in on our problem nonstop until he stop and see what kind of quadrant he got lost in. I don't know if this is a reference to like his musical career or whatever, but it's kind of like he's part of a, a small squadron, uh, some squadron, so I'm assuming rhyme sayers, and then everybody, I, I don't know if he kind of drifted off on his own to do his own thing. Either way, it feels like as a person, he's kind of isolated himself to kind of soul search and figure out what the fuck's up. But he's also recommending almost to all of us to do the same thing, to like figure out where you're at. Don't just get caught up in whatever you're caught up in. And it's got this really cool tone. Uh, do you read me? That option when y'all's options are exhausted. I've been dropped off in this mosh pit instead of locked into on orbit. That's a cool idea. So it's like when you feel like there's no way out, you know, and you feel like you've been dropped off into a mosh pit, a violent scenario instead of locked into an orbit. So instead of getting to where you need to be, it's like a disruptive force is keeping you from achieving. Knock, knock, call back or this cockpit is my coffin. Boss levels, I'm doomed to repeat new dance. I call it, do you read me? So I'm assuming this is where you'd fight the boss in the level. Anyway, but it's like uh, you kind of feel like it's either you come back in or you die fighting in this thing, you know. It evolves beyond uh, yonder mantra once and I'm pinching my transponder. Once what macabre y'all plan to conjure been handed back to y'all unresponsive. Ten hundred I'm in sync phone home and it just ring and ring. Asteroids that leave marks and black holes that eat stars. Green cheese and GPS bedded with detours. Fuel gauged around each street and my beacons are all blinked out. I might sink up in that junk heap you can't read up or pin down. So it almost has like this desolate tone where it's like he feels like everything's repetitive and everything's kind of pointless and he's still reaching out and it's darker than everything's supposed to be he's you know the asteroids that leave marks it's like in the game it's like you're shooting the shit but in real life it's the fucking things that hit you and kind of leave marks along the way overall i just felt it was it was really invigorating it was really like another track with a great flow but instead of having the vapid content that plagues most modern pop songs it rolls through with this something i could like sink into and almost connect with and i really appreciated that um moving on we have the combination of rat skull snowmobile twice fried and frozen caveman um technically these are four really really short musical samples i don't know if they play a role in the levels like they're playing out under when people are talking or something but i found rat skull to be my favorite in terms of tone and then i just kind of listened through them all and they're all just kind of decent little instrumental compositions it's about a minute and a half to go through it all maybe a little more and i mean they're there i don't know what i i don't think i would ever listen to them again I would listen to all three tracks again, but those they were nice to go through. I think it's more for like fans of the game who can connect with that in a more meaningful way than I. Anyway, that's about it for this little project. Again, it was three tracks plus those little, you got the instrumentals on there. If you want to jump on those and do your own little freestyles and shit, I'd love to hear that. If you do it, link me. I'll check it out and let you know what I think. Um, I, I just think this was a cool album uh i mean it doesn't really these these little albums their grades don't count in the big picture like this doesn't hold up in terms of like a high grade i've given to let's say a full-length project because usually in full-length project line with 12 tracks or whatever like you know a couple of them turn into sleepers that pulled a grade down 
but this is like three ridiculously good tracks. I'm giving it a 4.833. I do think King of World Peace is a little less good than the other two, but it was damn near perfect. This was such a good experience. Um, I'm really glad that I got that notification from Google saying to come check this and listen to it. And I'm really glad to be here sharing my thoughts and experiences on this same day listen. Normally, I like to sleep on it, think more. We just ran through it together. I hope this was enjoyable for y'all. I really enjoyed this project. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know how it holds up to his old work. Will I do more Aesop Rock? Absolutely. And yes, will it be soon? Absolutely not, unless he drops a new album. On that note, it's great to have you here. Subscribe to the channel for more reviews. Like the video if you did. Share it with your peeps. Tell Aesop Rock I should do an interview with him and he would like doing that and it would be a good idea. And uh, yeah, special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Kadamsi, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, uh, Linda Williams, and Scribble. They're dope. They support what we do. Help us get uh, a bunch of new shit, helping us elevate, helping me put some money in a savings account. And uh, we have a lot of expensive dreams in the near future. And thankfully, I guess this quarantine gives us all a chance to prioritize and develop a little bit. But if you want to support us and help us get some of our bigger ambitions to life that would be amazing plus you can tell us what albums to review so usually people like to ask for reviews if you want us to do it like we have to do it Patreon's the best way otherwise it could take a real long time before we deliver just saying that in the video but uh we appreciate them they're amazing people and my favorite part is how as they give us more requests over time it's like we get to feel out their musical taste and in a sense gives us a huge sense of their personality as people and i would even recommend as far as dating to just get 10 albums from the person of the that you're going after and see how you feel about them after bumping those 10 albums anyway i also make music i literally submitted a new single to release on may 13th uh it's called behind that suit it's not out yet but i do have a bunch of shit on uh spotify under my name holden stefan roy link in the description check that out tell slug and them to sign me that would be amazing i mean if you like it and all that's my dream now if i were to ever sign it would only be to rhyme sayers um who knows maybe they like it maybe you hate it i don't know i would love to hear your comments live long and prosper everybody